Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. But focusing very heavily on passport. Now, there are history-making elements within our very big picture in this country, Ghana. I am saying this because, as we speak, the president of the African Paralympic Committee is Ghanaian. Well, the president of Ghana's uh, Paralympic Committee, Mr. Samson Dean, was elected uh, some months ago, and uh, so far he's been in office and has been pushing very hard and working behind the scenes to ensure that the very first edition of the African Para Games comes off and is hosted successfully. Now, do remember that Ghana is also about to host the Africa Games, and there has already been one postponement, and um, the Olympic Committee is working or the organizing committee, the local organizing committee is working very hard behind the scenes to ensure that all of the time gap that has been established will be closed up and Ghana will have a successful event organized. So where are we regarding how organized we are as a body and as a setup to ensure the successful hosting of the very first Para Games? How much priority are we placing there? And um, are we going to meet the deadline? Are we? That's why we're bringing you this special edition as we have a conversation with the president of the African Paralympic Committee, Mr. Samson Dean. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Nat. Yeah, yeah. Good to have you. Thank you. Mm. Mm. Been a while. <laughs> yes. I've been around. Yeah. For you, I've always been seeing you on TV. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, congratulations again um, on, on being elected the APC president. Yeah. Um, we saw what you did in the background in the lead right. to this one. Mm-hmm. and would say that it's very much deserved. Now, there is the major challenge, if I may put it that way, or there's a major assignment to, to undertake. Before we get to that assignment, let's talk about office, the time so far, work, bringing everybody together to move in a certain direction. How has it been for you so far? Yeah, thank you so much, Nat, and uh, to your viewers. Um, it has been a great experience. Um, I think I'm, I'm getting near to my a year and six weeks now, six months, so one and a half year mm. um, uh, at this position. And it has been a very great experience for me as a person and for me to understand the difference between uh, playing major roles in football as uh, playing major roles in disability sports. They are distinct difference. You you can't compare the two together. At times you you feel like um, there is so much interest, there is so much care, so much support in football, and there is low 
turnout when it comes to support for persons with disability in sports. So it has been a great experience and I think that um, when we are talking about people who have gained much, much experience having to understand the dynamics of how we should manage sports, I'll be one of the people who have a better understanding on how to operationalize the system. Let's talk about your engagements with uh, fellow you know, NPCs across the continent. Where are we when it comes to the appreciation of parasport and where we should place it on our scale of, of, of preferences and our scale of, of relevance? Yes, um, I think that parasports in Africa is not much popular and pardon me, I always want to compare to football because it's one of the popular products on earth when it comes to sports. Maybe Indians and other parts of the world will compare, we see cricket is popular, but if you come to Ghana, it's not as popular as football. Because taking the scale of preference, you can see that out of 200 and so, we have 200 solid who are football nations, where governments do support. In Africa, we have a major problem. The major problem is that we have political heads sitting somewhere, and we have the Western world dictating the pace for the, our political heads because they have advanced in the development of disability programs and they rather invest in the promotion of inclusion of persons with disability in sports. And for that matter, political heads just decide to play rhetorics with the agenda of promotion of the sport. But when it comes to reality, they do not do what it is that is meant to develop the sports. So in Africa, my experience and my engagement with most of the NPCs, I can tell you that only three nations, only three out of the 54, if I should add that at the 55, only three nations has solid programs that says and that protects persons with disability in sports. And even where you can see that the chain of inflow of support is so very solid. We talk about three South nations. Three nations: South Africa, talk about Egypt, and we talk about Morocco. These are only three nations that you see they have solid programs, and they have so much. Uh, they, they are, they are, they are, persons with disability are so much dear to their heart. They have programs that is being that is being managed, and that is seeing them develop in the sports. So, um, with what I have seen and what is currently going on, if the African Union don't change the style, don't try to make it more realistic, and it, 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 they continue to make it look like uh, rhetorical statements when there are days for celebrating uh, persons with disability days, you hear all manner of speeches and speakers and all that. It is not the same when it comes to implementation, when it comes to trying to give opportunity to everyone. We are not equal. For me, I have come to realize that there are no equality. It's just rhetorical. So um, out of uh, 100, I would say it's only 3%. I see. Yes, that's, only 3%. that's worrying. Yes, very, very worrying. So engagement-wise, for me, I have come to realize that there are no equality. It's just rhetorical. So um, 
out of uh, 100, I would say it's only 3%. I see. Yes, that's, that's worrying. Yes, very, very worrying. So engagement-wise, do you see any, um, any commitment being shown? Yes, very, very worrying. So engagement-wise, do you see any, um, any commitment being shown? By making sure we have about five well-functioning um, soy mills that will then require the farmer to grow and expand. Then the farmer has an anchor buyer, so they don't have to fret about who is buying from them. With this, the poultry industry then will have a leg to stand on because soy cake will be available to be mixed. It has become a responsibility. I have taken to create that avenue where I will be, where, where, have, where command is very, very important. You can appreciate the fact that whilst we are looking at bringing African Union to appreciate the agenda, our colleagues from the other side now, which is the Olympic, also want to bow out of African Union. Why do I say so? You see that the promotion of inclusion and the major festival, a program that we can use as a platform to sell our agenda in, in sports has always been the African Games. And if you look at the African Games currently, it's being owned by the African Union. If you come to the parasite, it's owned by the African Paralympic Committee. So I can say that the Paralympic Games in Africa is owned by me. When I say me, I mean because I'm the head of the African space, I say it's owned by me. The Olympic side is owned by African Union. But now, just last week, Anoka has announced that the next competition after Ghana will be managed, owned by Association of Olympic Committees, so, which is Anoka. So now, you, you will now come to understand that now African Union will now have it difficult to have control over the two areas. Why am I saying we own it? In the program of African Union, they do not have projects and programs that is aimed at promoting Paralympic sports in Africa. Hence the reason why we have that minute 3% who are doing it so perfectly in Africa. So this has always been the difficulty and we think that moving forward, we will have to work as a team, Paralympic and Olympic, to see how best we can work together and now how we can also raise enough resources to help the promotion of the sports in Africa. I would rather always advise uh, agencies, donors, and all that to rather prefer to work with we, the Paralympic committees, rather than channeling all their resources to governments. You want direct? Direct. direct. It should be direct. That is how they can see the outcome, they can see results, because we understand the field. We know our numbers. We know the detailing of the work that needs to be done better than the government. For the government, they will manage the whole system as a whole project. For instance, speaking about disability, 
It's a whole program. But when we're talking about sports, it's a different section. So we are talking about sports that we will use to promote inclusion in the system. If you just joined us, we're having this conversation with the president of the African Paralympic Committee, Samson Dean. Now, Ghana is just two months away from hosting the first edition, the very first African Para Games. It sure is a historic event that's coming up by its definition and by its name. But how historic would it be in terms of the levels of organization and what it will leave on the memory of everybody who will participate in the rest of the world? That's why we're having this conversation here. We're glad you're here with us on this channel. Now let's zoom in on the games. Yeah. Um, in September, Ghana is supposed to host the rest of Africa. Um, let's begin with infrastructure. It's an area that is of sole interest and great interest to all. Where are we regarding infrastructure? Because for passport, you need specialized infrastructure. Thank you so much um, for this question. But before I jump to answering the question, let me use this opportunity to say a very big thank you to the government of the Republic of Ghana, the President of the Republic, Nanado Dankwa Kufuado, and his uh, political head at the Ministry of Youth and Sports, Honorable Mustafa Yusuf, for accepting to host the Paragames for the first time on the continent. You know, Ghana went to bid for the African Games and during the bidding process, as I've said earlier, PARA wasn't included in the program by the African Union. And for that matter, the host nation only has the right and mandate to host Olympic or able-bodied sports. During my campaign, I requested that the government of Ghana should support and should look at the need for the hosting of Paralympic Festival in Africa. And Ghana should take advantage of it hosting the, the, the 13th African Games and take advantage to use Para as a test event. Yes, the Minister for Youth and Sports agreed to this particular suggestion and thought that this was a very good platform and a contributing factor that Ghana being Africa's prime country in terms of leading a lot of uh, agenda, society, uh, social intervention and programs in, the, in Africa. They thought that, yes, this is a very good agenda for Ghana. It's a very good agenda for the continent. It's also aimed at promoting, and promoting inclusiveness in the system and also promoting parasports. So on the 5th of January 2022, I invited the president of the International Paralympic Committee Andrew Parsons, we paid a courtesy call to courtesy visit to the president of the Republic of Ghana, Nanadu Dankwa Kufuado. That was when the president gave the go-ahead, encouraged the sports minister to work with the African Paralympic Committee, the National Paralympic Committee of Ghana, the International Paralympic Committee, to make sure that Ghana staged a multi-team sports for the African Paralympic games and that was how come we on the 24th of february the minister for youth and sports announced an loc which is chaired by dr chris bodimensa to lead uh, a six-month course 
to make sure that we host the first ever African Para Games from the 10th to 12th of September 2023. Yes, we are most grateful to the government of the Republic. We are happy with the kind of support the President is, has offered us. We are asking that with that kind of support, we think that the government should do more in making sure that the facilities are, are ready for the games. But unfortunately, as we speak, um, it will be a bit of difficulty. We had to scan through Accra, Greater Accra, to look for. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uh, facilities to state the games where we are happy to do basketball at uh, Eden Heights in Weda. And then uh, the Bukum Emporium will also host um, sitting volleyball. We have the Accra Sports Stadium to host football and tennis. And then um, the Lagos Stadium, if we are lucky, but per the reports we received last week, it indicates that um, we might not be able to have the Lagos Stadium for athletics in September. Why? Um, the facility is not ready um, to have the Lagos Stadium for athletics in September. Why? Um, the facility is not ready. Um, That's one of my major points. Whether it's going to come in or not, and I feel that usually where such qualification events at the stadium, the stadium needs to be certified. And for that matter, since it hasn't been certified in Paris, accommodates these uh, challenges and also try to fix the challenge before time. So the facilities are not ready yet. Are you are you getting um, are you getting that cooperation that you require for this date to be pushed? Yes, for for the African membership, they are in support of every decision that I take because they think that. This is a major, um, a major event. This is a festival that will bring the government of the African continent to appreciate the sports better. This is an event where we can sell the parasports situation in Africa, a better platform for them to be recognized in the, in the region. And for that matter, the membership are so happy with us if you look at the international federations, they are also happy to find means and how to make sure that they help us host this event and also have granted the sports a qualification to Paris 2024 Paralympic Games. So although it's, it's not the best uh, to say, but uh, everybody seems to appreciate and they are all on board. Let's talk about the, uh, the mascot. Yeah, sure. Uh, explain the concept behind this mascot. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, the mascot, I'll give the credit to our senior brother, Rex Dankwa, a very brilliant um, gentleman. He has so much vast experience. Sure. And um, during the consultation period to, 
um, stage these games, I've always gone to him to consult him, to ask for his opinion and directions. And uh, he suggested to me that if he looks at the Ghana, Ghana as a country, as a nation, he thinks that they, there are so many ways we can promote our products. And cocoa, for that matter, you see, it, this is cocoa. Cocoa, this is cocoa, you find that, that is cocoa. And for that matter, we should use the cocoa, and uh, if you, if you go the, child, the, the Spanish, we call it cacao. So cocoa as a mascot. And then you find that um, the, the, the mascot has uh, two legs, but unfortunately, we have the other one amputated, where he's using a prosthetic to walk happy and joyously you see that he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, the mascot is very happy in a kente uh, woven dress with a short pants and we're in the, in, in, in the Ghana flag. Uh, we, we, we are here to launch this mascot on the day of the Shared Mission Conference where we will have our team detailing the pieces and bits of every aspect of the, of the mascot. But the credit goes to uh, Mr. Rex Dankwa. Well, um, big salutes to Mr. Magnus Rex Dankwa, a fantastic gentleman when it comes to this space. Yeah. And uh, I personally also saw a lot that he did when he was putting in this space. Cooperation that you require for this date to be pushed. Yes, for, for the African membership, they are in support of every decision that I take because they think that this is a major um, a major event. This is a festival that will bring the government of the African continent to appreciate the sports better. This is an event where we can sell the parasports situation in Africa, a better platform for them to be recognized in the, in the region. And for that matter, the membership are so happy with us. If you look at the international federations, they are also happy to find means and how to make sure that they help us host this event and also have granted the sports a qualification to Paris 2024 Paralympic Games. So although it's, it's not the best uh, to say, but uh, everybody seems to appreciate and they are all on board. Let's talk about the, uh, the mascot. Yeah, sure. Uh, explain the concept behind this mascot. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, the mascot, I'll give the credit to our senior brother, Rex Dankwa, a very brilliant um, gentleman. He has so much vast experience. Sure. And um, during the consultation period to um, stage these games, I've always gone to him to consult him, to ask for his opinion and directions. And uh, he suggested to me that if he looks at the Ghana, Ghana as a country, as a nation, he thinks that they, there are so many ways we can promote our products. And cocoa, for that matter, you see, it, this is cocoa. Cocoa, this is cocoa. You find that, that is cocoa. And for that matter, we should use the cocoa. And uh, if you, if you the, child, the, the Spanish, we call it cacao. So cocoa as a mascot, and then you'll find that um, the, the, the mascot has 
two legs, but unfortunately we have the other one amputated where he's using a prosthetic to walk happy and joyously. You see that he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, the mascot is very happy in a kente uh, woven dress with a short pants and we're in the, in, in, in the Ghana flag. Uh, we, we, we are here to launch this mascot on the day of the Shared Mission Conference where we will have our team detailing the pieces and bits of every aspect of the, of the mascot. But the credit goes to uh, Mr. Rex Dankwa. Well, um, big salutes to Mr. Magnus Rex Dankwa, a fantastic gentleman when it comes to this space. Yeah. And uh, I personally also saw a lot that he did when he was putting in this bid. Yeah. Let's look at the reality of the situation. Um, even if we're able to get a date ended, yeah. um, how much can we salvage? And even if we're able to get a date ended, yeah. um, how much can we salvage? And but that's according to the 2023 International Monetary Fund Regional Economic Outlook Report. This is contrary to the Bank of Ghana's summary of economic and financial data that put the country's reserves in 2023 at... Yes, um, I think that um, I, will, I will be very, very uh, clear with whatever I'm saying, that um, look at Kempiski Hotel, where we intend to host the powerlifting event, is also... Uh, and a luxurious venue to be used. Um, it's our only worry and our problem is with regards to the tracks. So readiness, I would say we are ready. I would say we wouldn't have any challenge moving forward. It would rather give us some rooms to also operationalize some uh, a bit of um, small, small uh, administrative work that needs to be done and to help the African nations also prepare along. Because the time frame that the board of the African Paralympic Committee chose to host the program, we knew six months was a very short one to state the event. But we, we, we wanted to uh, do it by all means. And uh, we know if we have not chosen this time, we would have been a bit sluggish, a bit slow in taking uh, decisions and all that. But it has really pushed us and I will say that we are, we are getting there. How much would it cost us to host the very first Paralympic uh, Games? 5.5 million euros. 5.5 million euros? Million euros yeah. Okay. Um, so far, how much of it have we raised? Yes, uh, we've started the, the, the sponsorship drive mm. uh, not long ago, just last month. We, we have been speaking to a lot of the corporate agencies and we've had positive feedbacks um, all because um, you know from 24th of February to date we are barely about three months and some few weeks and you you appreciate the fact that it has been a bit of difficulty the rest of the funding as the president proposed was that the government will cough in some about 2.5 million and the rest we will have to look for it we've already engaged a lot of uh, agencies abroad and all that. We have had positive vibes, positive response. Republic of Korea has donated a full 40 feeter container of equipment to Ghana. Japan has done the same. And we have other countries, United States. We have the UK who are currently organizing it. You know, we are getting full support for equipment-wise. So they will all reduce the costs 
of uh, the budget and also uh, we have been able to plan a strategy where the, the participation of each country there will be a bit of contribution uh, on that. That hasn't happened because this is the first time. So we want to do what is doable for the next one. And for that matter, we are not accommodating every expenditure on the head of the host nation. We are trying to make sure that every African nation contribute towards it. And for that matter, the next one, if we are able to reduce the cost, the better on the head of the government, the better so that the host nation will take it. But for the first time, because we knew it was going to be difficult, we tried to put in a lot of things that will make sure that we are able to host the games. In wrapping things up, I'd like to know the level of collaboration with the various uh, parasport uh, associations. Uh, what's the situation? Because while we host, we also have to make big impact and possibly yeah, do sure. some host and win agenda of some sort. Yeah, um, I think that uh, before I became the president of the African Paralympic Committee, we had various parasports that was associations, but you, you, you only see them as an athlete and some few people, they are associations. But now, I can boost off many. Okay. We, since I came, we've had, we have, you know, we have classifiers in uh, archery, coaches in archery, classifiers in sitting volleyball, coaches in sitting volleyball. We never had them. I see. We have classifiers in both cheer and coaches in Bochia. We do para, para powerlifting. We do para athletics. We have classifiers now. We have coaches. We, we have them on the, on the para sports against stigma program. We have the basketball having a good team. They just played some tournaments. We have the wheelchair tennis having a very good team too. We just, they have also qualified for the African Games. And if we host, we will win it. We will have the first time having a tennis team qualifying for the, um, for the Paralympic Games in Paris. The sports has really grown to a point that I would say that Ghana is getting there. And hosting this event is giving us that major boost in terms of equipment, in terms of facility infrastructure, in terms of that exposure in the, in the system. It will, it, it, it's, it's, it's really helping. The face is changing. And as you can see, where we are now also gives us a very good picture of what it means to develop sports. For the first time, the African Paralympic Committee has a secretariat in Ghana. Um, we have a secretariat for the African, uh, the National Paralympic Committee. And you know, the LOC also are here to make sure that they manage the sport. We currently have other foreigners who are working with us from Japan, from Korea, from Namibia. So these are the class of uh, the, the, the opportunities that we get in getting to make this arrangement work for us. All right. Um, all the best with it. And uh, when are you going to take a final date on the, uh, on the a decision on the date, a final decision on the date? On the 12th of July. We, are meeting, of July. we are meeting the stakeholders again. Welcome to the Achimota Retail Center, where the first clinic of the Ecobag Joint Use Habitat Fair is taking place. We've transformed this whole place to a one-stop shop for everything housing. Our exhibitors um, are excited. Our are also um, happy to be here. Let's 
interact with some of them. Let's find out from them what they have um, on offer and what, you know, they are giving to our patrons. It is actually raining a lot of discounts um, here. Let's speak to DHS Housing Limited. Let's find out from them what they have for us. They have the all-new Hazel card, right? Tell us about it. What's your name? Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.